I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for coming. Welcome to the show. Tonight we'll be talking the state of Northeast football, Gary Neville, and the demise of the Dutch. And also, of course, we'll be talking a load of old Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes will get better. They will get better. I know. More than it deserves, to be honest. This week, don't question it, just enjoy it. This week, a feel-good football story as Gary Neville and Ryan Giggs have said that the homeless charity currently working out the old Manchester Stock Exchange can stay there for another four months. Now, the building is being redeveloped into a luxury boutique hotel. Now, the literal translation of boutique hotel is small and massively overpriced. A bit like Raheem Sterling. It's <laughs> 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 all right, isn't it? Went very well. Thank you. Yeah. Don't keep doing that, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea travelled... You're undermining the whole thing. No, I'm not. Okay. Chelsea travelled to Dinamo Kiev on Tuesday night, although there was no sign of Roman Abramovich. Possibly because massively wealthy Russian friends of Vladimir Putin are not that welcome in parts of the Ukraine these days. <laughs> also this week, the UAE footballer Abdullah Qasem was jailed for three months by the Abu Dhabi Court of Misdemeanors for criticising his national team manager, Mardi Ali. <laughs> yeah, I know. If that happens here... <laughs> Don't laugh at the name. Uh... Of course, if that happened here, we would have to build thousands more jails and this show would be live from D-Wing. Finally... <laughs> Finally, let's go to a picture of a man, although he's earning over 100 grand a week, clearly can't afford mirrors in his house. Have a look at this, that's Memphis Depay. I know, I know. He turned up for international duty dressed as a Peruvian panpipe player. <laughs> now, personally, I would rather eat my own leg than listen to panpipe music. No wonder the Mexican conquistadors tried to kill them all. <laughs> Too highbrow, I think. <laughs> they did. Anyway, I thought it was a Spanish. Anyway, I'm not undermining it. The football's on. Hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> you don't get you don't get Mexican conquistador jokes on the football focus here now. Oh. Thank you for joining us here at BT Sport in the rolling Malvern Hills overlooking the sleepy village of Stratford. This week, <laughs> this week I've invited two excellent comedians. It's David Baddiel and Mick Ferry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and, and, is, if that wasn't enough, through the show we'll be hearing from our resident man of the people. There he is, it's Keith Dover, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Uh, now, 
for those of you who haven't seen the show, what, what have you been watching on a Thursday evening, question time? Uh, the way this works is that I ask the questions, the panellists give out witty and erudite answers, I give out points, and whoever's sitting opposite David Baddiel wins. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Really? That's the way yeah, it works. Yes, get in. Me and Ian went to the same primary school, yeah. and for some reason he holds that against me, <laughs> and I always lose. Why is that, Ian? I am the Jose Mourinho of grudge-holding of <laughs> Jewish comedians. So Liverpool welcomed the new Messiah to Anfield this week. Although, as Danny Murphy said, let's not get carried away. He's not Jesus. That's what he said. It's true, although he's very good at comebacks. When it comes to the match day catering, he makes a little go a long way. I could have done a joke about crosses as well. Mick, as a Man United fan, I'm sure you wish Jurgen Klopp every success. Oh, I hope he's disastrous. I really do. They're excited. It's, it's funny watching the scouts get excited for a bit, but then Christmas, if it's not going well, they're... Get him out, get him out, he's rubbish. Get him out, get him out. Clop for the sack, clop for the sack. <laughs> then they win one game against Everton. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Keep him in, keep him in, keep him in. We're going to win the league. It's hilarious. Yeah, but we all do that, don't we? We're all football. What, in scouts accents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a fair point. I like him, Jürgen Klopp, because he was you? once asked if he'd ever watched a porn movie, and he said yes, just straight away. Yes, which is obviously... He looks he's like German, he's... they, they like... Yeah, that, they he love looks him. like he's starred in a few, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, he does, doesn't he? You can imagine him going, I believe a washing machine's broken, madam. Yes. Yes, in here. In here, Jürgen. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still paying for it from Littlewood's catalogue. Jürgen Klopp has had a hair transplant. That is a great hair transplant. It's a, it is really a hair transplant. It's a good one, isn't it? It's a great one, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. And there's certain players playing in the Premier League who feel a little bit... But, like they've been cheated out of the well, hair transplants. Rooney's hair transplant. It's not. It's not taken. He's, going, it? he's going bald again. Yeah. It's like when Matic got taken off after it had gone on. Basically, yeah. when it's like he's, he's basically, if you have a hair transplant, you'd expect it to stay. You shouldn't go bald again. Yeah. Well, there's a good reason for that. Oh God, oh, I, Keith. Thought, I thought I was being heckled. But, uh, <laughs> the heck, <laughs> what's the reason? The, well, because the hair is rejecting. Wayne Rooney's body. <laughs> it's, it's normally the opposite way round, but this time the hair is going, I can't be on this bloke's head. <laughs> and he's just trying to get further and further away. Yeah, we are, uh, uh, the hair is rejecting the host. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and on that note, uh, we're going to talk about Jurgen Klopp. Joining us from Anfield uh, is a Liverpool legend, part of our commentary team earlier. It's Steve McManaman. Hello, Steve. Hi, Ian, you okay? Yeah. I heard those uh, Scouse accents there. That was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to have a word. Um, so, are you happy with the performance, Steve? <laughs> it was, uh, it was um, a really lacklustre performance. The atmosphere was very good. Uh, the, the manager's only been here a week, so you can't necessarily blame him for the, for the team's performance because he put out arguably a stronger side, but... Um, it lacked a lot of intensity, and in the end, it was a very, very poor result. Coupled with Ruben Kazan going down to 10 men, and they, were, they yeah. had 10 men for, for 57 minutes in the end, so it was a really poor performance today, mate, sorry. And what's the... Uh, it's all right, we're not, yeah, we don't have to be upbeat. It's his fault. Yeah, it's his yeah. fault. <laughs> don't apologise, Steve. <laughs> uh, and, and what's the mood like I in the city? To. What's the mood like there, uh, in the city at the moment? I mean, it must be still a little bit upbeat, surely. Well, yes, of course, because a new manager's come in and a lot of the fans wanted to change. Um, he's a charismatic man, I think, as everybody, everybody knows that. The press have seemed to fall in love with him, coupled with the Liverpool fans falling in love with him. You just hope that he gets the performances right on the pitch. The first two 
God. Results 0-0 zero, zero against Tottenham and, and tonight haven't been great, but you just hope that he's going to get you know a lot better. But the fact that he has to wait until January to bring any of his own players in, it's a long way off and there's a lot harder games than tonight going to come up in front of him. Yeah. Uh, listen, Steve, thank you very, very much for joining us. Pleasure to talk to you. Cheers, boys. Have a good show. Cheers. Thank you very much. Cheers. No more Scouse accents. All right, we'll do them. <laughs> He's watching. St Stan Borman's going to have to change his routine now, isn't he? Um, Stan Borman is actually from Liverpool. Yeah, you do know that. Jürgen Klopp bombed my chippy. Um, <laughs> he it's true, he does go on about the Germans quite a bit. Yeah, he does go on about the Germans, but uh, he doesn't actually work anymore, so... Well, there is that. There is that. Uh, Gagan pressing. <laughs> do you know what Gagan pressing is? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I've heard about Gagan pressing, but only because I googled Jürgen Klopp, and that is apparently what he does. Right. Gagan pressing. He it's, does. It's not something from a porn film. No, it's it not. It's not. Like, yeah. it no, it's not. Like it. It's it's to it's just literally it's two to press. It's basically pressed again. No, it's, it's not. That. <laughs> <laughs> to press. It's the literal translation is to press against. To press against. Yes. Press against. Yeah. Essentially, to win the ball high up the pitch. In English, that would be get in their faces. Put it in the mixer. Put it any of those. Any yeah, of those. Whatever but that it, meant. Yeah, I don't know what putting the mixer meant. I, know, I thought that it, was like, it worked against Liverpool, didn't it? Yeah. Frightened them. Uh, I, I, uh, and and he's, he's quite, they've got a song for him now, Jürgen Klopp. They do the Agadu song. Oh, the, Jürgen Klopp, Klopp, Klopp. Really? That sounds like a horse. Yeah. Jürgen Klopp, Klopp, Klopp. That's what you do, you do that They haven't thought it through, have they, really? They've got coconut shies. They do all bring coconut shies to the game. I'm going to give out the points for that round. Yes, I know. I think you should give them to Steve McManaman, to be honest. All right, you know what? I'm going to give the points to Steve McManaman, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes, indeed. And also, I'm going to give the points to Mick Ferry as well, Thank just you. to wind David up. He's uh, not me. <laughs> now, in the other match involving an English club, Tottenham lost 2-1 to Anderlecht, and Harry Kane's barren spell continues. Uh, Mick, have Tottenham broken another striker, do you think? They've got a farm, haven't they? They, they like doing it. They, I, do you know what? Soldado, he was brilliant when he turned up there. Within a week... Well, we got told shoot. he was. He scored. He was the third highest scorer in the uh, La Liga after uh, after Messi and Ronaldo, which is not bad. Well, it's, no, it's not bad at all. But that's probably about forty goals behind them too, wasn't it? So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not brilliant, is it? When you look at it, the grand scheme of things. Okay, I've, yeah, I've, he's good, Harry. I've Kane. been impressed. He's actually he's, he's play outside of the area. He's a good player. He's actually knows how to play the game. He's a good player. Well, I would hope so. He's a footballer. Yeah, he's a no, player. no. He's I mean, actually, that is the he's got, minimum he's, prerequisite. He's got, he's got more about him than uh, as just being a goal scorer. I he's think, got that. So he's going to develop over the years. He's got that thing where he's tongue is slightly the wrong shape for his mouth, hasn't he, Harry Kane? Like Jamie Oliver. Anyone know what I'm talking about? He's got a slightly weird way of, like, moving his tongue. He doesn't close his mouth that often. No, he doesn't close his mouth. He's got too much tongue, is what too you're saying. Too much tongue, yeah. He's got I too much tongue. Slightly too much tongue, yeah. Gergen press and too much tongue. You know what? <laughs> no, what is wrong, what is wrong with this Gergen press. Jürgen uh, press. Is it Jürgen press? No, it's not. it's not. Slightly better results for the English teams in the Champions League this week with two away draws and two home wins. Arsenal beat Bayern Munich 2-0 and Petr Cech did a sterling job deputising for the first-choice goalkeeper, David Ospina. <laughs> so, having lost to Dinamo Zagreb and Olympiacos, Arsenal then beat one of the best teams in Europe. Yes, this week, the Arsenal <laughs> hokey-cokey is on the Wenger in phase. <laughs> Mick, what to make of this ridiculous football team? I mean, Bayern Munich aren't ridiculous. Stop I think it. They're one of the best sides in the. Stop it. It was you a know, ridiculous result that they lost. Why was it ridiculous? Well, it was a tactical masterclass. It's not. You know what? You did exactly right. When, you, when you're one of the poorer teams in the Champions League, you, <laughs> you, give, up, you, 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 you give up possession yeah. and you hope to hit teams on the break. And we that's what Arsenal did perfectly. We they didn't give it they up. They parked the bus <laughs> and, and then hit them on the break. We didn't give it. it up. We couldn't get it. 
that was exactly it was it was weird for Arsenal. We normally we do that to other teams. We pass around for six. They you had got it at some point because you scored twice. Well, so, only yeah. right at the end. We had we had they had six hundred and fifty passes. We had one hundred and twenty. Were you counting them? Uh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> very job is that? Than I <laughs> Whose job is that to count the passes? That's yeah, God, Arsene, Wenger, that Arsene Wenger has an assistant. Is he? <laughs> yeah, and really? if he interrupts him halfway through, he goes, oh, I've lost count. <laughs> Arsenal had four passes. Start and again, though. Um, um, I thought it was a beautiful uh, performance from Arsenal. I mean, we don't, we don't usually beat big teams like that. Petr Cech. Let's talk about Petr Cech. I love Petr Cech, of course. Of course. Thank yeah. you very much for him. Thank yeah, you. Are, yeah. says everything you need to know about the performance. Oh, well, what, what the Petr Cech was man of the match. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, obviously I do love him, but I didn't watch it. David Ospina, uh, he, got, uh, he got robbed, apparently, it's quite, quite sad, yeah. He, he, they said, did you catch the criminals? He said, I caught them and then I dropped them over the line. Hey! <laughs> hey. <laughs> Very sad. He lives in a £16 million house. Really? Yeah, apparently. Footballers have too much money, don't yeah. they? Well, that, it's not a new idea, Ian, house. but yes, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's getting even worse, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, really? Yeah, no, they have far but how... I mean, £16 million, what's that, like a one-bedroom apartment? Yeah. <laughs> it's a one-bedroom apartment in Camden. Yeah. yeah. How much did David Ospina cost? David Ospina, I, have, I think it was about £7 million. Did he cost less quid. than his house? Yeah, he did actually cost less than his house. That must be quite depressing for him. No, we're renting him. That's what we're doing. You should put his house in gold. That wouldn't be a bad Idea. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, with Arsenal, they are a bit Stop of a mad... Stop talking about Arsenal. Well, no, because we're, I know you support Arsenal. them, you but there's a whole round here. There were other people in the Champions League. Yeah, I've realised that, yeah. but I just want to is say... Is he buying this house? I'm sorry. Is it... Is it <laughs> let it go. Is he renting or buying? Because if he's buying it, he's on right. That's, that's three and a half times your own salary. Yeah. Right? Uh, so he's not making that much at Arsenal. <laughs> I have no idea how much he's making. No. I, I just read it in the paper. It. I read it in the paper. I didn't, think it it. Would, I didn't think it would go as crazy as this, to oh. be honest with you. I was just putting it out there. So was, it, was he broken in whilst, during the, while the game was on? Ah, uh, oh, oh, that's a point. I I, no, that he would have been in watching the game, wouldn't he? Oh, would he? <laughs> you, know, you know what? He hasn't got beat to sport. Got beat <laughs> it's too complicated. And for to saying that, up. I'm not giving the points today. So the points go to Mick Ferry. <laughs> now we're going to do Chelsea. You're happy now? Yes. Meanwhile, in Kiev, Chelsea got a pretty decent nil-nil draw. And Jose Mourinho, using the words weak and naive to criticise the referee, <laughs> had a pointed dig at Arsene Wenger who had used the same words earlier this season. Honestly, Jose, let it go. He doesn't want you anymore. <laughs> David, are you worried for your manager's sanity? Well, did you see he knocked over a, a boy in the street? Did you see that? What? No, there's... In I his car? It, in his, yeah. just, no, 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 it wasn't in his car. God. Oh. <laughs> was, it like, was it like Boris <laughs> Johnson? I'm prepared to do blink jokes, but not about a child getting run over in the oh, street. Okay, no, okay. A kid was filming him. Did you not see this? Did you right. see it? No. Did anyone see this? A kid was Did filming... Did you make this up, David? I didn't make it. Okay. I didn't dream it. Right. A kid was, I think, doing that thing where someone wants to film someone on their phone right. but pretend they're not. So he's pretending to take a selfie. Jose is walking along on his phone, probably saying, you know... That yeah. referee was weak and naive. And then he notices the kid and he just barges into him. Did he? And strangely enough, no ref saw it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Jose got away with it. Dinamo Kiev fans, do you hear yeah. about this? They racially abused their own fans. 
And Chelsea fans, of course, were outraged because they wanted to racially abuse them themselves. Hang on a minute, that's our job. That's outrageous. They racially abuse their own. They have white Dinamo Kiev fans, which are, I guess, the majority, and some black Dinamo Kiev fans. And they were racially abusing the black Dinamo Kiev fans. And they're going to be fined. Are they going to be fined more than the people who booed the UEFA anthem? Oh, well, that was the whole Man City crowd, so I guess that would be an easy fine to pay. We've got 10p, we just chip in. I think most together. Man City fans earn about 10p a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Take that. I'm a United fan. I know you are. You're just from up that way. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> so we're all the same. Oh, you're lucky I'm here. I was, I was cleaning chimneys and fixing the windows. <laughs> uh, I thought... Uh, big chimneys, big chimneys. Big chimneys. <laughs> yeah, we have big chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> see that chimney. Um, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, so who cares if somebody boos the Champions League? What is the Champions League anthem? The, uh, it, oh, oh, yeah, I know one. it's that, but is it like God save the Champions League, long no. live the Champions League? No, it's what just, sort it of anthem written, is it? It was written by, I don't know, Michel Platini, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, from prison? And they, from prison, as <laughs> yeah. it will be. And they, uh, and they put it out. Who's getting the royalties for that? Who's getting the royalties? Set Blatter. Set Blatter. Set Blatter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's worked out quite well. Yeah. Um, and also, there were another, uh, a couple of other things. You may not have seen uh, the rest of the interview uh, with Jose Mourinho. was asked how he takes his tea, and he said, weak and naive. <laughs> <laughs> and two sugars. Uh, doesn't quite work. Didn't, didn't quite work. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm going to give out the uh, points for this round. Uh, David questioned the fact that I couldn't really talk about Arsene Wenger, but you know what? I'm giving the points to David Baddiel, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I know. Unheard of. Unheard of. It'll go wrong in the end, don't worry about it. Now, the score is currently 2-1 to Mick Ferry. I'm going to read out three quotes. It's not 2-1 to Mick Ferry. It you is. gave two points to Steve McManaman. Yeah, but we're not... One to Mick Ferry. He's not in it. Oh, I've had two. I've won two points. Don't do that. Don't question. I've had two points. Anyway. I've had two points. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. It? <laughs> Matters to me. Yeah. It does, yeah. We're going to have three quotes from three notable football experts. You can try and guess who said what. Albert Camus, Steve Evans, the new Leeds manager, Eric Cantona, Brian Clough, Oscar Wilde, and, of course... Keith Dover. Uh, here are the three quotes. The quotes are, football is all very well as a game for rough girls, but it is hardly suitable for delicate boys. That's one. Now, as most people will know, this is quote number two, as most people will know, I'm a man of peace and goodwill to all men, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> and the third one, if they ever offered me a job, I'd turn it down. I want to be the captain of a cruise liner, not the Titanic. So the first quote again. Football is all very well as a game for rough girls, but it is hardly suitable for delicate boys. Do we have any thoughts as to who well, that is? My first be? thought is that Oscar Wilde is not a football titan, in my <laughs> experience, is he? I think you could question that about Keith Dover as well. I don't know. Yeah. He, 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 pl he played for Red in prison team. He did, he? actually. Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. Did he? No. Did you make that up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Of course did. I made it up. Oh, okay. I think it was slightly lost in the audience. <laughs> yeah. He was in Reading prison. <laughs> he, was in the, he didn't just <laughs> say that for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote he the ballad of Reading Jail, which they used, yeah. sing, they used to sing on Maybe the Maybe I should have started right. off with that, yeah. The ballad of Reading Jail, is that give us an O? Yeah, it's exactly like that. Okay. So I now can't remember the quote that you're asking me. Do you want it again? Do you want it again? A big girl playing football. Football is all very well as a game for rough girls, but it's hardly suitable for delicate boys. Well, that is Oscar Wilde. It is, indeed. That's a point to Dave. Yes, the answer is Oscar Wilde. Indeed. I'd have gone for Keith Dover on that one. <laughs> Next quote. Now, as most people will know, I'm a man of peace and goodwill to all men, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Who said that? That's easy. Is it? Who do you think? 
Well, I mean, because there's a number here who like a fight. I, I, reckon, I reckon that's Keith again. That might be Keith. Yeah. Is it Keith? Keith? It is Keith. It is Keith. It is Keith. Yeah, yeah the answer. Yeah. I mean, it could have been Eric Cantona, couldn't it really? Not oh, really? Like he said it a bit more eloquently than yeah. that, wouldn't he? <laughs> <It's probably laughs> yeah. It would have involved some kind of bird. It would have involved, yeah, yeah. a very sardines. mysterious yeah. thing involving sardines. Yeah, he wouldn't have been so straight I'll down the line. I'll fight any sardine that says otherwise. <laughs> the answer is uh, Keith Dover. If anyone uh, disagrees, uh, he'll see you outside. Uh, I'm going to give the point for that to Mick Ferry. The final quote. Deserve it. Uh, yeah, you can take that. Uh, the final quote. If they ever offered me a job, I'd turn it down. I want to be the captain of a cruise liner, not the Titanic. <laughs> a couple of things here, right? Yeah. The, the Titanic was a cruise liner, yeah. as yes. I understand it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the quote, the quote is, is essentially incorrect, it's but stupid. he still said it. He still said it. Yeah. Uh, I in think terms he... of today's size of cruise liner, it wasn't that big compared to today's. Sorry, say that again. It's not as big as today's cruise liners. It's not as big as today's cruise liners. Yeah, it was, right. big, it was big at the time. That's yeah. why it was called the Titanic. Because yeah. <laughs> it was massive. It's a bit of a clue. <laughs> it was a bit you of do, a clue, you yeah. You didn't know it sunk, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I do know it was... Is it? Yeah, oh, it sunk. Oh, oh what a shame. Oh. We've ruined the film for you as well. Uh, <laughs> does anyone have any... Well, despite <laughs> it being a maritime analogy, I don't think it was Cantonal. You don't? Uh, no. no. Oh, that's good. That's okay, good. You couldn't have done two. Maritime analogies. No. <laughs> no. Okay, Eric? No. no I'm going to guess Brian Clough. You're wrong. It's I, not Brian Clough. Well, I, I, I know oh. it is. I'd like to have said. I'd love to lose you a point at this point, but I can't right, do yeah. that. No, that's University Challenge. It's not, <laughs> that right? doesn't happen on oh, this okay. show. It was. It, well, it wasn't Bernard Hill. No. Um, <laughs> that's a Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Captain of the Titanic. Mind, yeah. Who was it? Uh, it was Steve Evans. It was Steve Evans. That's yeah. right. Steve Evans. The. Um, Steve Evans is, of course, the latest in a long line of recent Leeds managers. <laughs> Six in the last 18 months. He's a fine figure of a man. Well, fine figure of two men, really. Um, <laughs> uh, I, imagine, I imagine when he was interviewed for the job, he probably didn't mention that in his PowerPoint presentation. Um, well, really, let's talk about Leeds. Uh, our two panellists, both support teams, have a bit of a chequered history with Leeds, really. David, does it break your heart to see uh, Leeds doing... So, having such a bad time? Not really, because Ken Bates went to Leeds, didn't he? And uh, he I, did, I was never right. a fan of Ken's, to be honest. He wanted to electrify fences at Chelsea, didn't he? He wanted to do that to try and kill me, personally. <laughs> uh, so you didn't like Ken, and he took over Do you remember when they had tassels on their, on their socks as well, Leeds United? No. Did yeah, they, they had tassels? tassels on their socks. Really? They were the first club, I think, in the... Early 80s? Moccasins, yes. Socks? socks, no. Yeah, they, never they never played in moccasins. They never played in studded moccasins, no, no. But Chelsea and Leeds had a bit of a history. May United and Leeds had a, had a pretty well, well, bad yeah, history. Well, yeah, a bit of a bad blood between us. I mean, for any, any away fan who's ever had to walk under that tunnel under the bypass to get I've been there. Leeds, no, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a nice place to go to. Uh, and well, for Manchester United fans as well, I mean, you're yeah. all, and also you're walking under the tunnel singing, we all hate Leeds. I imagine that's going to wind them up a little bit, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, but I mean, we, we weren't all singing it. What? <laughs> Some of us were eating pies and stuff. Uh, <laughs> we used to sing that song too, and it just yeah. meant we all I hate Leeds and Leeds, Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds, Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds. Yeah. And Leeds, and Leeds, yeah. And Leeds yeah. And then it got a bit rude after that. It got a bit rude after that, but it was very, very emphatic that we, it was about Leeds. Short, yeah, sucked, clearly about and Leeds. to the point. Making sure that nobody, nobody they weren't like. <laughs> this is about Leeds. Yeah, it's all in about case Leeds. after the first line they went, who are they singing about? <laughs> they singing yeah. about? It's Leeds. Yeah. We do actually have a Leeds fan in the audience over there. <laughs> they hate him, apparently. <laughs> the feeling's mutual. I, 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 I don't hate him. It's even worse. I feel I've got pity for Leeds now. <laughs> that's the problem. That's, that's even and worse. Can I just ask a question? Yeah, is, that, is that your real hair? 
Because oh. that looks to me like you don't want a biro. Jürgen, that's a Jürgen you don't want a biro yeah, where you no, just yeah. get a sort of top that's just ink. Yeah. A biro. That's what you're. It's very nice in a kind of. Thank you. Thank you. It's a Butio player. Lego. For anyone, for anyone under 35 years old, Sabutio was a game that we used to play. Yeah. Massimo Cellino. This guy, uh, he's the owner of Leeds. He's, um, he's a convicted fraudster. I mean, aren't you meant to pass a fit and proper test? For what, I mean, to play uh, to, football? No, to, to, be, to own a... You need to be fit, yeah. You need to, to be fit football. and proper yeah. to play I football. I don't think you have to no, be proper. To own, to own a football club, you need to pass a fit you, and proper have test. You, have you read any of the news about what's happening at high level in football these days? Oh, that's a point. <laughs> There's a number of that's corrupt individuals around. Actually, on that note, can, I just sit, can we just look at Keith? Can we just, can we just yes. have a picture of Keith? Keith, right? hang on. Can, can I just stick up for this man? Look at him. At least he's clean-shaven, as opposed to, I cannot afford razor blades, <laughs> or the, I'm a big, fat Mexican bandit look. Well, I'm going to have to say, I, I think it's, it's all very well you say that, Keith. Yes. But my problem is, can we just have a shot of Keith? Is that now, the way that you've got the audience standing up behind you, this looks like an old edition of Top of the Pops. <laughs> which <laughs> which oh, makes oh, me think oh, any second of the new tree yeah. are going to be arrested. It looks like a very bizarre advert for a, a young man's chat line. Really? <laughs> and how many are on my side and how many are on your side? We're not fighting the audience. On his arrest warrant in no, Sardinia. Not, we Keith, Keith. <laughs> Whatever you want, there's a man in a tie. <laughs> on his arrest warrant in Sardinia, the owner, uh, the Leeds owner, Massimo Cellino, was described as having marked criminal tendencies capable of using every kind of deception to achieve his ends. I mean, he is the perfect candidate to take over the FIFA presidency. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give out the points for that round, and I am going to give the points to Mick Ferry, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Now, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm going to ask for a FIFA inquiry any second now. <laughs> yeah, you can be behind it, but get in the queue for FIFA inquiry. Uh, talking about marked criminal tendencies, let's have a word from Keith Dover, man of the people, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Keith. Okay. Keith, what have you got for us? Well, clearly financial fair play has not worked, right? So I've come up with a great plan. Have you? Okay. <laughs> Rotational managers. Right. Okay, what we do, let's say we take Manchester City, we'll take the first eight clubs, okay? So Manuel Pellegrini, he manages 10 games for Manchester City, then four for Arsenal, four for Man United, four for West Ham, etc. And the other eight clubs, then they all manage the, the same, you know, as the other teams as yeah, well. vice versa. Vice versa. Then, we, if you go down below the eight... The eight, we'll That's take the, nine and below. Yeah, we'll take the lesser managers. We'll take... No, listen, we'll take the lesser managers like Jose Mourinho. That gives him incentive. <laughs> Boom! Right? It gives him the incentive to get into the top eight. Thus, it equals everything out, and we've got more chance of seeing other teams maybe win the Premier League. Keith, that's you know what you it's come genius. up with some beautiful ideas yeah. on the show. That is definitely one not one of them. <laughs> I, 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 I'm back. I think I think you should go further. Yeah. Basically. Further. Yeah. What, 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 about rotating what, the players? what about a spinner having to play in goal for four games for every other team now? I think yeah. that's yeah. a terrible. Oh, for other teams. Teams. Yeah. That would yeah. even things. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But then uh, then Theo Walker has to play up front for well. Uh, what about forcing uh, the fans to rotate? No. So you have to support. 
you know, Man City. Is more Liverpool. No, no, you've been silly. Man City. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, up to stupid. that point, it was perfectly logical. Yeah. You have to support Spurs after four games. Uh, imagine. That. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't even. I'm walk just, I'm just running with Keith's idea. Running with Keith's idea. Well, yeah. that's what you get for running with Keith's well, idea. Then go further. Oh, further you, still. Further just, still. Just get rid of managers altogether. And, and just and have do... fourteen blokes tip up like you do on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And just play a game of football. And who collects the subs? Well, a trainer, just, you know, the boot man, anyone. What, know. in the car, you mean? The subs. Oh, Who right. No, the, the money. The oh, yeah, no, I knew it. Yeah. Subs. I was being facetious. OK. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I... See? <laughs> All right. Uh, Keith, that won't work. Of course it will. You, you, you keep saying this, this won't work. We haven't tried it yet. Yeah. It's going to work. He's got a clipboard. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Any man who has a clipboard talks sense. Yeah. yeah, normally with Keith, they do start off thinking that is ridiculous and then you go, actually, that's a good idea. But yeah. this one's veered way off the <laughs> 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 In 20 uh, yeah. years' time, they're going to build statues of me. <laughs> yeah, not very... Oh, yeah. Well, not, <laughs> not very Life-size. Life Imagine. Uh, as we said, concrete, uh, is it? Uh, yeah, we're going to be hearing more from Keith later in the show, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Are you sure? Yeah, we, uh, yeah possibly not. Like. <laughs> <laughs> as we said... We could, we could lead him out. It's no, still no, possible. He's all right. As we said... Can we have a blanket for Keith? Uh, <laughs> over his head. <laughs> over his head. <laughs> as we said before, a lovely story from Manchester. I've never actually uttered that phrase before. Uh, a lovely story from Manchester as two ex-players allow a homeless charity to stay in a building marked for redevelopment. Now, ex-footballers often have so much money you they move into property development. We did. Uh, Robbie Fowler, of course, now owns most, most of the northwest of England. He's like a Scouse version of the Duke of Westminster. Uh, <laughs> Mick, we used to hate Gary Neville. Who did? Now, well, everyone who wasn't a Man United fan. Yeah, right. Now he's an excellent pundit. Obviously not as good as the BT ones, but he's a good pundit. He's, he's a fantastic pundit. Yeah, no, he does he's very good. well. And we all yeah. like him, but we like his views as well. And, yeah. And, so he's got an environmentally on? friendly house as well. He's has won he? awards for it. What? Yeah, he's won awards for it. Has he? Uh, and this, this almost thing was to make sure that David Moyes has somewhere to sleep for Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, good of him. <laughs> It's nice. Um, I mean, ex-footballers, I mean, now, obviously, they make so much money, as I've said. You know, they used to open sports shops, didn't they, and, and, and pubs. Pubs. And slowly drink themselves pubs. to death. Yeah. Uh, sports yeah. shops, you can't really do that now, because it's essentially you up against Mike Ashley. You know, no you chance know uh, like, when they bring an old footballer on at half-time, do they do that they at do Arsenal? They do that at uh, Arsenal. Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> normally they bring them on and they say, you know... 200 games for Chelsea, they scored this amount of goals. I'd like them to have the rest of their life in there. So they say, <laughs> tried to run a pub, it didn't work out, two marriages failed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Gary not Stanley. Stanley. Not Gary Stanley. Right. But yeah. I, do you know what I thought you were going to say? Do you know when you, you know, I thought you were talking about last year, you know when they bring an old footballer on? I thought you were going to talk about Drogba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, the, um, all, the, all the negative stories about footballers, though, it's a, it's a positive story. It's a great story. I think it's, it's great. What is the, it's a homeless charity. I think it's a homeless charity. I thought it was and just they, some homeless people. No, no I think they set up in there, out. homeless people in there, and they, they set up like little kitchens for them and uh, centres where they, they can give get them help kitchens. They've got, That's quite they've, got nice. if they've got drug abuse problems or they need help finding jobs and so on. This is, I don't want to bring the mood down, but I read it was like they said you could stay for the winter, which yeah. is obviously nice. Till February. But, but there will still come a time when Gary Neville's going to go in there and kick them out. Isn't he? Not personally. Well, he's not. But I, I like the idea of him doing it personally. Phil Neville does that. Phil Neville yeah. will do that, yeah. They've yeah. also. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, yeah. He, yeah. Gets, Gary gets Phil to yeah. do his yeah. dirty work. Exactly. Yeah. And they've also invested uh, in Salford FC, yes. the Neville brothers, 
Uh, not the, not the group. Erin Neville, Mavis Staples. She's in there. Uh, no, the Neville brothers, but gigs and... No, it's uh, a brilliant thing that they've done. Skulls. Brilliant. Skulls, Skulls as well. Yeah. Skulls, and he'll give the motivational team talks, I imagine. What is the name of their hotel? What's it called? Do What's the name? I, I, it's the, the, it's the Gary Neville... Yeah, Scotter's Rest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea, actually. I don't, I don't know. know. Does anyone know the name of the uh, hotel? No? OK. Because yeah. uh, obviously we won't be staying there. Know, at the moment. Hotel football, I'm being told. Hotel, hotel football. football yeah. Oh, that's the one near that near Old Trafford. Yeah, hotel football. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hotel football. Yeah, yeah okay. So, so what? Wait a minute. They sat down, Ryan Giggs and, and Gary Neville, for <laughs> what should we call our hotel? Well, one of them went hotel football. Well, I wanted to be called the Hotel Neville, and yeah. Giggs went, no, no, yeah. no, that's yeah. not fair. And I his dad wanted to be called the Hotel Neville. Neville, Neville. Neville yeah, yeah, okay. And, but then they went to hotel football. Hotel football. It was very funny when they opened because on Twitter it was just a lot of United fans who went in for a drink before before a match. And then just complaining about the price of a pint. Oh, right. giving Neville loads of abuse. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to give out uh, the points for that round. Uh, did anyone say? Uh, David yeah. Moyes. David Moyes was very funny, yes. Okay, oh. I'm giving the points to Mick Ferry, oh. yes. <laughs> yes. You can't do that. It's basically just him putting his hand yeah. in and saying, Please, sir, can I have the points? Have you never seen right. me do a gig before? What funny stuff did you do in that bit? None. OK. Uh, <laughs> if it's not bad enough that the Chinese are dumping steel on the world market and closing steel mills, the football teams are pants. Dave, from your base in Leafy Hampstead, how do you feel about the North East? How do I feel about it? Yeah, well, have you been up there? You've been up there plenty of times. I've been up there. I used to go out with someone from the North East. Did you? I did, yeah. OK. Uh, but uh, it was Steve McLaren. But, uh, <laughs> was it that after a while? Was he doing a Jewish accent? He was doing a Jewish accent, yeah. <laughs> Sounded like his Dutch accent. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I don't know what's gone wrong there. I've always... I, the Newcastle-Sunderland thing, yeah. now that they're both down there together, must be a bit weird. Because really, they should join forces in their pity. <laughs> to, they should help out each that's other. That's not going to happen, That's not going to happen. I do feel a little bit sorry for Steve McLaren being, being never able to use an umbrella ever again. <laughs> in any That's why he could never take a job in London. Yeah. His um, <laughs> missus. He can't do that. He can't go to Holland really anymore. Well, he's, he's why, what did he do? There. What's he done there? If you yeah. get bad from Holland, what have you done? Well, he's, I know. It's, you've, you've been he can, a really he, bad he, No, he's, he's, he, he's spoken, he did well. He's spoken with that hello, hello yes. Dutch accent. He did. Yes. That's true. Thing. I think that makes it different for him to go to Holland. Newcastle, I've got a lot of players we've never really heard of, haven't they? Really? Yeah, I, mean, I imagine. Yeah. Do, I don't know who they are. <laughs> ah, okay. No, they got they got guys, and they're all about ten million quid, and they bought them yeah. in, and they're not. But they got beat six one, and they won six two. It's yeah. it's all a bit. You know, yeah. it's, not a it's, um, well, it's not a very happy place. It's not like it was well, when Malcolm McDonald was it, there. So, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. Or even when they had Alan Shearer Kevin playing and Keegan. Ginola and all <laughs> Ginola, that. Ginola, yeah. well, they had some great Philip players. Albert. Yeah, Philip Albert. Let's yeah. just go through Philip them. Albert. Yeah, they just got. They always go on about they beat United 5 1 in a game. But they didn't 5 0. 5 0. Right. What's the time? Yeah. 5 past Michael. Yeah, 5 past Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that was the game. <laughs> Did they win anything? Did they win anything? No. no, they didn't win anything. But right. they're Newcastle. It was glorious failure. They do it beautifully. Course, yeah, exactly. So what they're whinging about? They, they, we they, didn't they like where they are. We didn't even talk about won something, haven't they? Uh, they no, they haven't won anything since 1969. Yeah, nice. I've actually done a gig in front of uh, Mike Ashley. That was Have you now? For his big company. It was a big dugan. They were all there, all, all dressed in shell suits. <laughs> and, uh, he gave out free <laughs> shell suits. No, I mean, he makes his staff wear them. How cruel is that? And yeah. um, he doesn't. It was, and I had a good gig, and he sold me at uh, the interval. He's Sold you? Uh, yeah, he sold me on to another gig at the internet. Um, <laughs> big, um, uh, at Sunderland, Big Sam has been brought in to save them. Although, according to Sam, and only Sam Allardyce, he should be managing at Real Madrid or Inter Milan. <laughs> now, normally you'd have to do a joke at this point, 
but Sam has saved us the effort. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just the thought of, of Mick in a shell suit is worrying me a little bit, so I'm going to give the point for that round to David Baddiel. <laughs> I was wearing a shell suit. One. Of the biggest shocks of the Euro qualifiers was the demise of the Dutch. Uh, it used to be total football, now it's total pants. Uh, Dave, what's happened? To Holland. Holland? I blame Steve McLaren. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should blame. I think blame. It, was that, it was that one interview where he tried to speak with the Dutch accent. It was so upset. Everyone in Dutch football, they haven't really recovered. I think that must be what, what it is. What are you saying? Yes. Yeah, well, watch, watch, I wouldn't like to hear Steve McLaren, Steve McLaren say the word shell suit. Shell suit. It would take so long to say. Be the same, wouldn't it, really? Uh, <laughs> when they were in... Um... Tommy Barton spoke with a French accent, didn't he, when he was at Marseille? He did a, he did a press conference. A Scouse French accent? Yeah, yeah. Don't do the Scouse thing I want, again. I want. Steve McLaren's I'd waiting. I'd like to hear the Scouse French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear I'm trying to think how it'd go. Yeah. I can't um... even imagine. Uh, <laughs> during the World Cup, Louis van Gaal apparently looked at the Dutch team and went, we're not very good, so I'm going to play, I think it was 5-3-2. And then they got, to, they, got, they got to third place in the World Cup. Yeah. And the, Dutch, the new Dutch manager went, oh, we're really good. We'll go back to 4-3-3. And then they didn't qualify. Right. I mean, it, it, you Danny have to Blind. know... It's Danny Blind, isn't it? Is it, it, was Danny Blind, it was Danny Blind now, I think. Yeah. I think it was Gus Hiddink before that. Gus Hiddink. Gus Hiddink. But Danny Blind's the manager now. Yes. And this is the first time they're not qualified for a tournament since 60s, is it? Something? I don't know. I have no idea. But it's a while. It's, it's a while. Time, it's a shame because we all grew up I love, I love the Dutch. I love yeah. the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I do. I, I do. I love them not just because of their liberal pornography laws, yeah. but uh, <laughs> on their and their liberal drug laws. Yeah. yeah. Not just because of those things, but also because of the football. And yeah. the, and I like the strip. Not the sexual strip, <laughs> but the orange strip. Why do I have to qualify all this? Yeah. Not that. It's all in the my other. head. It's all going on in my head. No, I like. I've always loved the orange thing. I yeah, that's no, great. Well, so what are they going to do this summer? They're going to they'll be in Dutch, Dutch football. Players have been shot windows. Got to move on. Got to move on. Um, Dutch football has been on the slide for quite a few years, uh, but I think we've said it at the beginning of the oh, end. No, not again. It's when they let Steve McLaren with that joke. take charge. <laughs> it's true. They, that's when he, it's when they, he took charge of Twenty FC and they won the title. Uh, nobody can take them uh, seriously anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give out the final points for that round, and the points go to Mick Ferry, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's won anyway. <laughs> Just enough time. Just enough time to look at the games coming up. Games coming up. We've got a few games coming up. Chelsea are playing West Ham. Mid-table class. Oh, no, West Ham are doing very well. Uh, <laughs> Man United, Man City on Sunday. That'd be a game, wouldn't it? And Newcastle, Sunderland. That'll be... Oh, yeah. That'll be the tensest thing you've ever seen. Really. Six-pointer. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. The final score is 7-3 to Mick Ferry, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Hungry Thanks to our guest, David Baddiel, Mick Ferry and Keith Dover. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for watching. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.